TCN Mornings, a brief daily presentation for kids and parents, starts in 3, 2, 1. The choice is yours, so choose with care. Hey there, I'm Jim Lord. To help or hurt, to keep or share. And we're on now. You'll find the world's not always fair. Oh, we can help change that, right? But kindness is the answer. Here on TCN Mornings and Everywhere. Hey kids, welcome into your Wednesday, the 14th day of December. Today is National Monkey Day. Yeah, monkeys are also known as uh, simians, and they live all over the world. More than 260 species of monkeys can be found in Africa, Central America, uh, South America, and Asia. Uh, So how in the world did National Monkey Day get started? Well, it seems a college art student one day wrote Monkey Day on his friend's calendar, and it just kind of grew from there. Well, okay. So happy National Monkey Day to you. Well, you probably think at this point there's no way I can transition from National Monkey Day to today's story, right? Well, as my Aunt Hattie would say, you've got another thing coming. Because today we have a story for you about a man named H.A. Ray. It's called the H.A. Ray Story, and it starts... Right now, you just wait. A hero is a person who does special things to help others. Every hero starts out as a child, and every child can choose to become a hero. The Character Network presents The Beginning of a Famous Hero. Hans Augusto Ray was born on September 16, 1898 in Hamburg, Germany. Growing up, Hans lived near a world-famous zoo called the Hagenbeck Zoo. He loved that zoo, and he loved drawing pictures of different animals. One day he met a young girl named Margaret, who also loved to draw, but she was on her way to another city to study art. After Hans and Margaret were both grown, problems that led to World War II were already making it hard for their families to continue to live in Germany. That's when they moved to Brazil in South America, and that's where Hans and Margaret met again and decided to get married. Then they moved to Paris, France. Hans, still loving to draw animals, created some newspaper cartoons about a giraffe. When a man who published books saw the cartoons, he asked Hans to add to them and make a book. So Hans created a children's book called Raffi and the Nine Monkeys. One of those nine monkeys was a mischievous little guy named Curious George. It was decided that Curious George deserved a book of his own. So Hans and Margaret began to work on a manuscript. The very first Curious George book was published in 1941. It and the following adventures have been entertaining us for nearly 80 years. More than 25 million copies have been sold in different languages for children around the world. Then came the Curious George Foundation, which has the jobs of helping children learn and explore, as well as benefiting animals. Aren't you glad Hans grew up near that zoo? I know I am. 
I'm Jim Lord. That's what I know about the beginning of this hero, and I know that you can become a hero, too. So Hans was able to use a talent he had and loved doing even as a child to someday be the work he did as an adult. What do you really enjoy doing and are good at that maybe someday could serve you in the future? And how can you start working now to really develop that talent? Also, this might be a good time to remember some words my old Irish pappy once said. He said, You've got to do what you've got to do so you can get to do what you want to do. But then he went on to say, but if you also learn to enjoy doing what you've got to do while you're doing it, your life will be a lot happier. And uh, I think Hans Ray did a lot of got-tos to get to his want-tos. What do you think? Well, straight ahead, it's another quote from my old Irish pappy the question of the day, and a reflection of your future. It's all still in front of us right here on this Wednesday edition of TCN Mornings. But right now, let's talk about how we might provide these stories for your school. You know, over the past 23 years, these stories have been played during morning announcements in hundreds of schools around the country. Each story is about two minutes in length, and they are typically played twice a week. A story from the beginning of a hero series on Tuesdays and a story from the beginning of a famous hero series on Thursdays. So if you think your school would like to participate, just have your principal or counselor write to jim.lord at tcnmornings.com or go to tcnmornings.com and click membership. So my old Irish pappy and the things I learned when I was your age about life and how to live it better, I can just hear him now with the advice he would give. Many people live their entire lives believing that any day life will suddenly become easier, that they would have this big financial break they thought they needed. But sadly, most people never experience that magic break. So listen to me on this. When you start earning some money, even if it's not very much, get some good advice about savings and investment and money management. Let your money start working for you. Oh yeah, that's right. So many people live their entire adult lives believing that any day life will suddenly become easier, that they would have the big financial break they thought they needed. But sadly, most people never experience that magic break. So when you start earning some money, even if it's not very much, get some good advice about saving and investments and money management. Let your money start working for you. Now it's time for the question of the day. So in our story this morning, Hans and Margaret moved from Hamburg to Brazil. Then they moved from Brazil to Paris and finally from Paris to New York City. So here's your question. Uh, Remember Hamburg to Brazil, then to Paris, then to New York City. How many countries did they live in and how many continents were they on? And for a bonus, name the countries and continents. One more time. 
Okay, Hamburg to Brazil, Brazil to Paris, and then to New York City. How many countries did they live in, and how many continents were they on? And for a bonus, name the countries and continents. If you know the answer, email your answer to myanswer at tcnmornings.com. Tell us your first name, your city and state, and of course your answer. And uh, the first correct answer will be featured right here tomorrow. That email address again is myanswer at tcnmornings.com. Well, if you remember yesterday's question of the day, and if you do, you'll remember that yesterday was National Day of the Horse. I mentioned that domesticated horses were introduced to the Americas by Spanish explorers. So that was your question. When, where, and by whom were the first domesticated horses introduced to the Americas? Well, Madeline from Carthage, Virginia, says that in 1493, Christopher Columbus brought horses to the Americas on his second voyage, uh, first to the Virgin Islands. Later, they were introduced to the continental mainland by Hernán Cortés in 1519. And that's right. So thank you, Madeline, for that. Okay, stick around. As usual, one more quick segment ahead. But as for me, I will see you tomorrow for the Thursday edition of TCN Mornings right here on the Character Network. Up next, a reflection of your future for deeper thinkers. Dedicated to teaching positive personal vision for today's young people, the Character Network presents Jim Lord. One of the most effective merchandising techniques in the world today involves placing miscellaneous items in very visible areas of stores. Retailers depend highly on impulse buying. We've all bought things at one time or another, basing our purchases strictly on how we felt at the moment, haven't we? and later we laughed at ourselves for ever having done such a thing. Often, though, people make major decisions based entirely on emotion. That can be disastrous. There are so many adults out there who regret with every fiber of their being that they chose not to stay in school when they had the opportunity to go to school. They struggle every day just to pay the bills and have little or no hope for a better future. They realize now that there is no good reason for dropping out of school and that their choice was based only on how they felt at the moment. Of course, dropping out of school is just one example of bad choices based on emotion. Life is full of other examples. Emotional decisions just don't work. For the Character Network, I'm Jim Lord with a reflection of your future. This has been a presentation of TCN, the Character Network. TCNmornings.com